The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome again to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I'm your host, Darnell Autry, joined with, as always, the man with the master plan, <laughs> Deezer. What's going on, Deezer? What's happening? Watch. What's happening? Chilling. Man, man. So, so today, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all geeked up. I got my youth medium shirt on. You know what I'm saying? I got my youth yes, medium it, shirt. It's a and, little young. Yeah, I got my youth medium shirt that says Certified Beast, so I'm feeling it today. I'm feeling myself today. It was better than the shirt I saw you on uh, in and on Saturday. Uh, so now that <laughs> <laughs> so that that so I mean since you're just gonna break it out like that, I guess we're just gonna continue with what we did on uh, St. Patrick's Day this past weekend. Um, of course, everybody knows. Well, people, some people know that I ran. Uh, me and my my two gals, they did awesome. Danielle, Candace, you guys absolutely positively rocked. We did the gladiator run. <laughs> I was like that five k man. That thing was brutal. You know what? After <laughs> I after watching you or talking to you about it, I had bumped into a guy at Best Buy, right? And he had on a shirt, right? And so he was talking about. He was like, man. That for, when you first take off and you get up that mountain in his bottleneck, you like everything. He pretty much just echoed everything you Absolutely. said. Absolutely, that was a savior. I'll tell you what, that was an absolute savior. We ran we because it's the first first mile, first half mile is up the up the side of this mountain at Estrella Park, and I'm like, oh, okay, no big deal. You know, I'm trying to keep it light. You know, and you know, JD's bashing my outfit. I was wearing the same thing that the girls were wearing. I wore a Razorback tank the top. Same. <laughs> <laughs> a Razorback uh, sports top. Uh, I had to cut the sport the, the support bra out of it because it was really pretty hardcore. But it was neon green, and then I had some like uh, some women's Capri. stretch pants, some women's stretch pants, gym workout pants, whatever. I was part of the team. No one could ever say I'm not a team player because we rocked it. As I shared, there may be some <laughs> infections going on, especially running through the water and stuff. A little bakery going Man. on. Man, <laughs> no. So I mean, it was it was hardcore. Like I said, it, I, it was, and I, and I'm so proud of my sister again because you know that's the first, that's the hardest thing she's ever done in her life. I mean, she's not an athletic person. She's getting there. She learned that late in her life. She goes to the gym way more than I do. But this is the hardest thing she's ever come up with. And I'm like, really? That's this is what you want to start with? Yeah, I was tired and exhausted looking at y'all. <laughs> but she absolutely positively rocked Candace. She rocked it, too. I mean, she kept the pace most of the time. My sister did. She led the front, and I was just keeping my eyes down on the ground because it was rocks and all that noise. I'm just trying to make sure I don't pass out in the camp. And, man, I'll tell you what, they had 17 obstacles, right? And, first of all, 
if they didn't bottleneck at the top, I don't know if your boy would be sitting here right now because that that was I was like, oh man, this is gonna get crucial real quick. And then it bottlenecked, so I'm like, I would get like a ten minute break. So then we waited, and then we did a little thing, and then and then we had another long run around, and then it went back up, and we was like, oh, I was like, ah oh, no, this is this is ugly, this is ugly. I'm feeling pain, and I didn't even do it, Mike. But, man, it was, I mean, it was so much fun, man. And like I said, I would recommend it to anybody, man. If It was every, all shapes out there. It was, it was in great shape, and then it was, there was not so great shape. And then there was me somewhere in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So it was good. It was really good, and, and, and it really pushed us and, and, and tested us. And they had this, this mis- that mystery obstacle where you had to jump into and out of a dumpster, you know, one of them big uh, industrial-sized dumpsters that they put in the back of, like, a uh, of a Walmart, you know, mm-hmm. where they drop all the stuff. It was one of them kind of dumpsters. And you had to climb up the side, jump down in the middle, climb back up the other side, and then jump down over the top. And they had two of them. So if you were short and or lacked the upper body strength, I mean, you were in bad shape. You needed help. Somebody, and I was up there boosting people up and trying to help them because it was just a... You know, it was just part of the thing, you know, just part a of the good movement. Samaritan yeah, I don't know about that. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just wanted people to get out of my way so I could hurry up and get through with this thing. But anyway, it was, it was, it was awesome, man. It, it was really cool. And like I said, we, we left there fully exhausted and sore and battered and bruised. But I think overall, we all were very proud, you know, that we got through it and we accomplished it. And, you know, just, to, just as a, like a measuring stick. You know, we as a team, us three finished like an hour and 23 minutes, or an hour and 26. So, and the first, the first person, and they had it all online. The person that finished it, that finished first, mm-hmm. was like two of them, uh, 40 minutes. Mm. Yeah, that was, and yeah. what was yours again? An hour and 26. Now we walked and we ran and we walked and we ran and we navigated and we had bottlenecks and all that stuff and we were getting through you know, different obstacles or whatever. So that took time. But, man, 40 minutes, you were flying. That dude was – those dudes were flying. Probably naval seals. Man, I don't know what they were. but they, And then I think there was a girl who had a time of, like, 47 or 48 minutes or something crazy like that. I mean, just getting after it. I think, for me, my pride would have made me try to go at it, and then reality would set in. And, right at the very And then I would be like, yeah, at the beginning, they would have been <laughs> removing me like. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, we with the first turn, we were running up right up the side, and then they were already carrying someone down. And we're like, oh, that's not good PR. That, that's not a good look for them. I mean, now now I'm nervous. Now I'm worried. Like, oh, no, no, this ain't going to work. This is bad business, man. So that's what we did on our St. Patrick's. And, again, I appreciate you coming out and supporting. Oh, no that problem. was love. But I know you really came out there just to take pictures of the damn outfit. That's what that's what. Oh, I yeah, what, and I got to post up the other pictures. Yeah, but. I know. I know you did. No, no, no. I, I, I wanted to see it because I had been. I had a couple friends that had participated in it before. Right, right. So part it, it was a little intrigue, but then I was like, oh. And then Darnell's doing it. I was like, last time I saw Darnell working out, it didn't look too good. Yeah, I it was, was like, not good. I ain't gonna tease my boy. Yeah, but I need to see what's about to happen. No, yeah, well, yeah, a whole lot was about to happen, but it, it, like I said, it worked out great, man. Like I said, we, after we were done, we were muddy, we were dirty, we were tired. Uh, uh, but I, again, you get a sense of you know pride and all that oh, stuff. And that was really it was like twenty five hundred people out there. Yeah, it was a lot of people. I mean, it was a lot of folks, and you know, it seemed like it was a good time if I could see straight and wasn't so exhausted. I'm sure people were having a ball afterwards. I was like, I had my little beer, and I was like, oh, this is terrible beer. I need to go home. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, this is brutal. 
Yeah, it was, some people looked like they were enjoying themselves. Oh, man, they were having a ball. Absolute having a ball. So what did you end up doing? I mean, other than after you left Saturday, I know you came and supported the cause. Uh, again, I appreciate our Morsley going out, too. That was sweet. You know, I, hope, I wish him all the best of luck when he goes back to Japan. Uh, coach his tail off. Do his thing. Yeah, malicious is ready. Uh, what do because, you know, uh, he stays with, he's one of my housemates, and then my grandparents are my short-term housemates. Right, right, uh, absolutely. So they were gone. Pop on them, yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder, I, f- I really forgot. Well, actually, that morning, I woke up and went to Westgate because they had a big uh, marathon, and I just went to go over there and get some green eggs and ham just uh, because. Right, right. And so went over there. The eggs weren't green, and uh, they didn't have ham, but it was some pretty uh, good bacon, so I no. went over there. Looked at the people in the office, took some pictures. It's like, ah, uh, some people have so much fun in life. Right. And, and I was having fun watching the people have fun. Right. No, that's awesome. And that's so awesome. Then I, yeah, I, I went, home, went home, watched your deal, and I think I just kind of chilled you, out. You chilled out for the rest yeah. of the day. I know we, we chilled out. We were supposed to go to the uh, the Renaissance Fair on Saturday, on Sunday. It was going to rain, so that got canceled. So, And, I was, and I, again, you know me. When we go to the Renaissance and we're going this week, the the 30th, next mm-hmm. weekend on Saturday, your boy is dressing up this year. I told you. I might be a friar. I might have to wear some flip-flops. Either way, I'm getting into the swing of things. That's just me. That's how I do it. And I know my niece is going to get a kick out of it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going we gonna to get after it. I don't know what Danielle's going to do. I think it's going to be... I, mean, I think she's going to be resi- – but, you know, Danielle's a team player, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, so, I, I, I watch Team Autry. You guys yeah, do well together. Yeah, we, 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 we get to the end. So, you know, so we we you know, we got plans coming up for next weekend. Hopefully we'll get that thing going and that'll be fun and whatever, whatever. So, well, I was going to say this. Now, thinking about that, like for me tomorrow, you know, the birthday gig. Right. Originally it was supposed to be an 80s party, but I didn't tell everybody. So I will probably be the only oh, what one. kind of hokey party? So I'm the only one that's going to be there. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, hopefully you're not the only one being there. I hope no, the I mean, only, only one being dressed. Dressed, gotcha. I just yes. don't care. I, I, I already, now, you going to like it. I got the uh, nice Adidas outfit yeah. with the LL Cool J yeah. Kango. Yeah. Let the taco meat hang out with a chain. <laughs> Like, ugh. yeah, I love that. That's awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Let let it all out. Let the taco meat hang. You know wow. what I mean? Be proud of it. Be proud of it. Uh, so, all right, let's get into a little bit of these the sports that's going on. Uh, Sweet 16 is underway. Uh, we had two big games. Oh, was that two? Yeah, two big games yesterday. Um, Louisville beat Michigan State, which was a shocker, shocker to me. Yeah. That's a shocker. But, I, again, that's what the tournament's about for me. I really love seeing upsets. I love to see, you know, that's why the bookies always get rich because there's always going to be somebody that's going to upset them. You know what I mean? Up, do the upset thing. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, Syracuse barely beat Wisconsin. And I actually picked Wisconsin to win that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't even. I didn't even. I, that was going to be one of my upsets. But after Duke was out of it, for me, oh yeah, that that was a dream crusher. That's that's the dream crusher. It's like, uh, I'll be honest, I don't even care anymore. Right. Well, I mean, that's because like over your overall bracket is just shot. Yeah, I mean, if like, you got four, one final four, and if you had them winning the championship, bomb done. Yeah. Done. Next. Next. <laughs> Baseball season. <you> right. <laughs> exactly. Now, now, what are your thoughts now? Right today, who we got up today? Today we got who's playing today? Um, looks like today we got. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, Baylor and Xavier. And by the way, Baylor's giving it to them 36 to 29, it looks like. Which I picked. Baylor. Did you pick Baylor? Yeah. And then uh, I guess uh, Indiana and Kentucky are going to be at it later on this evening. Uh, who else is going at it right now? Um, I'm just searching through this, this web here and seeing what the deal is. Uh, on the east. I think there's it, one more game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cincinnati. Okay, Ohio against uh, against uh, North Carolina. But I'll tell you, and, you know, I think North Carolina is a better team, obviously. But, you know, again, I think it's funny how this these tournaments work that uh, you let a, you let the dogs stay in there long enough. And you let you give them the feeling that they can – and you can feel it when you're oh, watching yeah. the game. You're like, oh, you know what? These teams are playing spirited. And then, and then the better team gets up about six or seven points. And then the other team comes down and they miss that point and then they go back down and step down by ten. That's shot. That's crush. Dream crusher done. They most of the teams just hang it up. They're like, well, we're down by ten. That's that. But the dogs, they they get a chance to hang around. You know, you hit a big shot. They hit a big shot. You know, they they ain't going away. Mm-hmm. That's when you got to get nervous. Yeah, when you the dog, when you can't run them out of the gym early. That's a problem. Yeah, you got to make that statement. Now. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, and then some of these teams, you know, we start, you know, we start they pucker up a little bit. They get a little puckered up. But yeah, get a little puckered up. Get that, and that courage. Yeah, get that puckered up. And then you know, they start short arming shots and you know making stupid fouls and you know just making piss poor passes and Edward, you know, fingers, you know, fingers get all slippery all of a sudden. I mean, it 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 goes it falls apart quick. Yeah, it, it's I think. You almost have to go into the final four like you would any other game, but most people don't. Right, right. Because it's like you win or you lose. But us in football, you know, like we don't get series to win. It's like. Right. It's, it's one, one and, and done. done. Right, exactly. One and done. Well, I mean, the tournament's one and done too, but, you know, I think, I think what's interesting is, you know, when you watch the Louisville game early on, it was like tough defensive matchup. I'm like, oh, man, they, they, these dudes ain't going to score very many points. This is going to be hardcore. And they didn't. I mean, overall, it ended 44 to 57. But you could just tell that Louisville was going to – they continued to respond. They continued to not back down. You know, Michigan State hit a big shot. Then Louisville would come back and hit a big shot. I mean, so, you know, you let the dogs stay in it. Anything's yeah. possible. Yep. It goes back, like we said, you have to punch somebody in the mouth right away. Right away. You jump on them early and often, you pull their spirit out of them, you say, hey, you know, you make them feel like, hey, you know, at least we got here. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. that's where you want want them to feel like, hey, you know what, guys, don't be upset. At least we got here. (laughs) You know, we just pack it in. My girl saw me on TV. My mom and dad saw me. That was awesome. We got a chance to take some pictures of the stadium. You know what I'm saying? We beat some cool teams early on. So we're just happy to be here. That's where you want them to be. But, but we know that's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that, you know, they basically packed it in. They were like, okay, well, this ain't happening. We, we're we not going to beat North Carolina. And that's what I'm thinking Ohio right now. Ohio's down by by 11 right now. Okay? So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think that one's going to be a wrap. Yeah, well, like I said, we're going to take a break. We're going to take our first break, and then we'll be back uh talk a little bit about what kind of chaos is going on in the NFL. Good That's what I'm really ready to get to. Yeah, so we'll be back. Voice America. J.D. Hatchery. <laughs> I, I <laughs> stepped on his toe. Oh, don't you do it. We'll be back. Bye-bye.
From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. So, J.D., J.D.'s been licking his chops over here. We let, let, Let's get into this whole, all of this NFL stuff that, break, that broke this week. I mean, it was just complete fireworks, right? I mean. Boy, but, this but, has been the most entertaining offseason oh, ever. Oh, I'm so pumped up to see what the shenanigans that happens this season. Okay. Obviously, the big, the big story, Manning goes to Denver. Your boy Tebow is out, which we saw that coming. Once Manning was like, oh, I'm going to Denver, everybody's like, well, what did they do with Tebow? Well, uh, this is out. the perfect chance to exit Get out from out. underneath. Get out from underneath the cloud. You got, I mean, even Tebow fans would be like, well, you can't play because we got paid Manning. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but we saying. still love you, though. I mean, but, and, you? and they didn't want to keep him lingering around right. because – even two years from now is like the distraction, the chaos, the okay, Peyton Manning's all right, he's gonna do, you know, another two, three years and then what? You know, and then it well it's Tebow time. Well I, I and I think everything that I'm reading thus far and I have a friend who's a huge, huge Jets fan, and they're like, Oh God, no, we don't need this in our lives. Oh, and then and then and then what's the name? And then somebody else on the team came out and said we yeah, don't need uh, Marty. Cromar- well, Right. Look at the source. Right. Well, even but, still, but still, even still, I think the team, you know, I am shocked that he didn't go to Jacksonville. I'm not. I'm not. Because I, I think in terms of his money, in terms of his money, New York, you go to the you go to a big market, and who knows? I mean, he's already done what he. And you know what's weird? I was thinking about I was driving in here because I know we were going to get into this. What I think is really strange is he was a bigger deal in Florida. That Florida football is a bigger deal than Jacksonville professional football is. Yeah. So I was at Jacksonville when he came during halftime in the 
crowd er- exploded during halftime when he was doing a presentation for the state championship. Right. So, I mean, I, I could see how he goes, looks at it and goes, listen, I was on the biggest team that was in that city. Uh, the Florida Fact. football team. That's facts. So now why would I go there, downgrade, deal with Blake Gabbard and all that junk, that noise? He's a young guy, too. He's still developing. Maybe he wanted something no, different but, in that but bigger I'm market. But i say this. His money doesn't change in one sense. First of all, his money doesn't change because it actually gets better with his contract. He's not getting a new contract, and he's going now tax-free, state tax-free. Yeah. If he stays in Florida, he is the biggest ticket there. And well, what does I, that would, mean? I would think even for the NFL, even for the NFL, unless by them not taking him, what it tells me, Jacksonville or uh, the Jaguars are going to L.A. I mean, but I, I mean, for them not to, if they had no intention, if they had every intention of staying and knowing you could pull the tarps off the stadium. Yeah, I I think I I think for Tim Tebow and his money and his future, yeah, damn the state tax. I'm talking about the do- endorsements. I'm talking about the major media market. I'm talking about cost of being living. in the cost. Well, I, again, <laughs> in the end, really, I mean, I'm talking about being in the big boys town. I mean, I'm in a big boys town. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like if I can make it in New York, I can make it anywhere. Facts. <laughs> so so I think I think he made the right decision for his financial his his exposure for you know to, he could spread his whatever it is he's spreading in terms of mm-hmm. the love he has, and all a, that stuff. A, he has a larger platform right he has got a bigger platform all that stuff and, you know who knows maybe he wanted a bigger challenge maybe he looked at the team and said you know what they're in a better shape than jacksonville is you know i think that i could help this team better than i could help jacksonville i wouldn't want to be the only ticket in jacksonville and struggle and you know be another situation where denver only minus the better defense you know yeah. what i'm saying so I get it. I see. Now, as a Jets fan, I'm going to be like, ah, man. And every story I've read thus far has all been about, yeah, it, yeah, Tebow's going to probably make an improvement on the team. But the initial distraction and all the chaos and all the things that surround, now you, you still got Sanchez. Sanchez is the number one. But as soon as he starts messing up, is the Tebow fans going to go out and start booing him? And then if he starts booing and, and, and him. And you I mean, know that's going to happen. Right. But then, okay, so they boo him. Tebow comes in, he doesn't do much better, they boo him too. And and he's never been booed. Well, pretty much, yeah. Everybody's going to get fired. <laughs> so he's never been booed. So when he gets to the Jets, I assure you, I guarantee you that the Jets are not looking at all this other stuff that has nothing to do with them, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. If you, <laughs> if you ain't, you know what I'm saying, if he ain't coming out there and performing on the field, they don't care about none of that other noise. They don't care about you getting an underwear modeling deal and not taking your underwears off or whatever, not showing yourself in underwear. They don't care about whatever what religion you are. They don't care where you're from. They could care less about your your college stats. You show up. Jets fans will eat you oh, up. Oh, yeah. They will get – but and my thing is to me, and, and what I like hearing a lot of people say, it's nothing by Tim Tebow's own doing. He, I mean, he didn't create this media circus. He didn't. Let us not get carried away and let us not say that he is well aware. He's well aware that when he does this Tebow time, everybody takes notice. But before that, he was doing that. He had, that but, had been part of his thing for years. But you're still putting it on a bigger scale. You're putting it in front of the national media. You are putting it on 
in front of everyone. Prime so do you time now, TV. So do you now now change it of something? That no, you've but you done? no, but you are well aware that you are now you are you are out there. You can't hide but anymore. But he, did he ask for it? That's what I'm saying. Th- listen, you asked for it by playing the sport. You asked for it by getting your putting yourself in the position. Like if you don't want the attention, then you don't play. <laughs> but, I mean, but you what don't I'm put yourself is, into that. But but what I'm saying is he still I don't. Again, look at it. He went to go. He's been going to play football. It wasn't he was going to play football and do this thing to get this national uproar. Well, I think that yes, it's partly it's partly the media kind of loves the story and wants to spin it into this, that, and the other. But the other part of it is that this simple thing that he's that he's putting out there that well, you know, it's just whatever it is. He's a humble guy, blah blah blah. Well, by doing those things, by doing the prayer thing, by you know putting his stuff out there. His whatever his religious beliefs are, and I don't, I don't. Again, it's not my not my business. I could care less. But by doing that, you open yourself up to a lot of criticism. You open yourself up to a lot of things. But that, how many guys go in the end zone and do and this they pray, and, and they, they never and they pay the price because when you were to and you did the thing on the star and you got jacked when you were in Dallas. I mean, you're a spectacle, and, and again, it, maybe it's an unfair spectacle, but you're out there. You but, put yourself I, out there. But I'm going to say this. No one has gone under scrutiny until Tim Tebow, until Tim Tebow for praying or, you know, when they point up to the sky, no one gets ridiculed. Because, oh, oh. because that's the thing that he that he has really based himself on. That's what I'm saying. Like he has come out and he said it. He's 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 said, he's, he's stated his beliefs. He's put it out there, and that's what I'm saying. So when you do that, when you do that, and the media put gets on board and hypes it up, it makes it ten times the better. The key thing you said when because Gerald Green did the same thing. Who? Gerald Green, Washington Redskins, uh, Hall of Famer, right? Cornerback. Right. He was one of the first big. Advocates of Christianity. So and when he, Deion he, Sanders started doing it as a player, things like that. When you, uh, but my, the bottom line is that whether or not it's right or wrong, my point is that you put whatever you put out there, whatever whatever it is you do, whether or not you're you're Dominican Sue and you're doing like dirty things and you know whatever, and 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 you go, well, he's always been doing that, so why is he now getting you know in trouble? Because it's on national TV. No, but my only thing is saying he. Didn't ask for necessarily the attention. That's the, the point is, is that that's just a byproduct of the way the business works. That's true. the way media works. If you don't want the attention, if you don't want any kind of backlash, if you don't want any criticism, period, right? Because everybody, one way, shape, form, or another, you do something out in public, somebody catches you on YouTube or somebody catches you on a picture or whatever, it's out there. You're blasted. You're a person of, of interest, right? So... Good, bad, and different. Even if your intentions are great, right? The backside of that is somebody's going to go, "I'm not, I'm not for that noise." And if it's, and even if you do something terrible, someone on the backside is going to be like, "Well, you know what? It's just the way he is." So, I, I don't. I, I would love to. I would love to say, "Hey, you know what? He didn't do anything. It's just the media just taking taking it to a whole different thing." That's not. That's not accurate. That's not. That's not how I think that being being a personality, being a celebrity, being a professional athlete, that's not how that works. You can't go, I'm just here to play football and that's it. Well know that know that everything you do, it's gonna be Yeah, I, I agree with that, but I, I think that he didn't make his hype. It wasn't a media team like when Primetime created Primetime. I don't think it's that type of situation. I think it's a situation that he there's some people that just engage you, and then other people have taken it to another level. 
in his behalf. Well, here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing. Is there's no doubt in my mind that his college career was 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 epic. I mean, it was it was huge. It was gigantic. I mean, he he set records and he was at one of the biggest schools in the country. And then he had this big press conference and he had this big media show. And then he comes out and he he gets out on stage and he everybody's gonna he's gonna announce whether or not he's coming back or whatever. And he gets up on stage and he goes out there and he says this that and the other. And people are like, oh yeah, great. Oh, what? but he hasn't said anything. He puts the mic down, comes back. Then he comes back, and makes the big drama, and goes, hey, guess what? I'm coming back. Oh, and then people go crazy. Now. <laughs> that's not somebody that just is not aware of the of the of the grand scheme. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's not aware, but you got to remember, he was one of the first in today's modern era to get nationally televised and followed kind of like LeBron did with basketball for football. I wouldn't go that far. Well, I'm just saying I No, think he he was. They they were In terms of what? They were f- tracking him. They didn't do it on the same scale as LeBron. Because basketball, but they were following him. That's why you could go to NFL Network now, and they have whole things dedicated to series of following Tebow from high school through college to pros. Again, uh, and again, I, 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 I don't doubt that. I think that's amazing. I think that's awesome. But, you know, I'm not going to let anybody sit here and tell me that he's, well, you know, he just is out there and he just wants to play football. No, I'm no not he's th- he's well aware. He gets the he gets the showmanship. He gets the magnitude of where he's at. So, do you think he pumps it or someone else? That's my. That's I think I think it's a combination. I think he's well aware of it. I think he gets it. I think that he would be a fool to sit back and go, "Well, I don't know why everybody's talking about me praying. It's just so weird. Nobody else got this much attention." That's not how that works. That he's not. He's got people around him that are making it very clear. And and again. I'm not saying it's a terrible thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that knowing that you're on a national stage, you're a professional athlete, you had the college career that you had, that you're probably you're a college Hall of Famer, and there's no doubt about that. Know this, that, that that burden goes along with you, and everything that you do is out there. Good, bad, and different, it's out there. So, you know, I, I just think that he's aware, he gets it, and, and it, it, if it works out, great. If it doesn't, it is what it is. You know, it's a Jamarcus Russell. You know, he's got an amazing workout time. He goes out to the pros, and he and he doesn't show up. So, boom, it pops. The thing blows up on him, and it, it happens. It yeah. is what it is. I, I, just, I think this is – I'll say this. I don't think he's oblivious to what's going on, but I do think that it's more – as other people that are pushing it more, but – it's that time. Yeah, so we'll 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 take a break. We'll be back. We'll we'll talk a little bit more. There's I mean way more stuff going on in the NFL. So we're gonna take a break right now. Uh Voice America, Darnell Autry, JD Harris, and nobody. <laughs> <laughs> OTS, we'll be back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Oh, uh, yes. Thank you very much, Shasta. I appreciate that. Shasta. <laughs> in the world. I don't know. I just had to throw that in there. I know. Yes, I love it. Uh, anyway, so let's get back. Let's get back. More. We just got done talking about the Tebow thing, and I think it's a good move for him to be in New York. But again, New York don't care about nothing else but just perform. That's it. Facts. Just perform. That's it. Facts. We don't care about none of that other stuff. Just perform. New York has got a rich history. Their fans are hardcore. They get it. They understand it. Giants fans are big. Giant Jets fans are big. Uh, New England fans are big. You, you go out there and just do what you need to do and let everything else just kind of fall by the wayside until you figure out what the lay of the land. Don't go in there and cause ruckus because I'll tell you what, they would, they would chew you up and well, spit you out. Yeah, I, I think, you know, just as we're concluding on that, that the thing with with the Jets, and I think part of them wanting him, yeah, there is that package, but the Jets are tired being second tier because all they're going to hear in the media is about the Giants winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's so, the other thing and I'm you, sure. you got to look at the timing of it. Yeah, of course, and of course. And at the same time, they obviously see something in Tebow because yeah. they hold him down, but at the end of the game, he actually helped beat them. Oh, yeah. No. So, I mean, they, they – I mean – they they get it. I mean, I think I think again. I'm not saying that that, he, that he's terrible. I'm not saying he's not a good athlete. I think he's a great athlete. I don't think he's a quarterback, but that's just me thinking out loud. Uh, Bears uh, signed Michael Bush, and they totally totally shunned Forte. And this dude is not a happy camper. So I have no idea what the Bears are going to do. Well, they're going to sign him. They are because you just had Marion Barber retire today. Right. Uh, Bush. Is another back that takes a lot of shots. Forte is the one confidence that Jay Cutler has. It's a combination of Brandon Marshall and Forte, who Brandon Marshall will probably be, maybe, could be suspended for some games. So the last thing you want is to go in with Jay Cutler. Not did he get in trouble again? Didn't he? Marshall did get well, in trouble again because that that issue that, that, that issue, issue that right. they're working through. Right. So now. You're going to have Forte there. The worst thing you want, and Phil Emery knows this, you and I know this, you don't want anybody that is going to get to a point that they don't want to be with you. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't work. Well, I think Forte's, are, they are, he's damn near there, there now. now. But so they better come up with it because not, he's now watched them pay uh, Bush, them pay 
Taylor. Taylor. That's what I said. Then yeah. Pay. I mean, and the list Marion. goes Marion. I mean, so he's sitting back going, okay, hold on. What's 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 going on with this? I mean, I'm, I'm he's clearly the man there. There's yeah. no doubt about it. And until this year, he was healthy. But understand, and now if you look at it, a lot of front offices are scared to get that running back that second contract. Right. Because now you're looking at Chris Johnson going, ah, he just didn't show up. Yeah. And, and, and Adrian Peterson, you're going, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I mean, because. It just doesn't keep him hungry. Larry Johnson. Well, no. You look at it because they know the average lifespan of an NFL starting running back is two and a half, three years or right. whatever. Then now, so you're, you're do, doing that. So you go through that fr- uh, first contract now that's typically four to five years. Right. So now your your second contract, they're probably looking at it, they may only get another year or two out of you. Right. And so now you're looking at what are they? What is he trying to do for a second contract? Long term, a lot of upfront money. Yeah. And, absolutely. And so now you're which asking, is which is converse to what probably the team wants because short term, I'll get, I'd rather give you an uh, average. Which is going to be your base, which is going to be better than what you're going to get, because I know. Then all that upfront money, and have you come back next year and get dinged, and then be done. Yeah, and I told people. I remember uh, after Larry Johnson had uh, at Kansas City had an unbelievable year, right? And I was uh, looking at it, and I was like, Kansas is going to try to shop Larry Johnson, and it was like, no, no. And behind the scenes, I was like, because the other issues too, I was like. And they got pigeonholed into. They were forced to have to sign him when they really didn't want to give him that money. Right. And after they did, he got hurt. And then he, because he wasn't. That's why you don't see running backs on their second contracts getting traded. Like no, good no, running backs, no. you don't see it. No, you'll see a receiver. You'll see quarterbacks. No, but right. you want to get to, to limited time. Uh, the the life, the shelf life on that. I mean, very few people last as long as. Uh, uh, Peyton or uh, um, who am I thinking Emmett? of? No, uh, recently, Tomlinson. Well, Damian Tomlinson. Rarely yeah, that, do you the, see yeah. that. You don't see that happen very often. You don't see the Tiki uh, Tiki barbers very often, where you're going seven, eight years and performing at a level and being being healthy. Yeah, I was about to say, if you see a running back at five years, battered and bruised. Absolutely, battered and bruised. See, that's what my whole plan was. That's why I really dipped out after, like, you know, two years. I'm like, listen, I don't want to hurt myself. No, that's, that's a lie. I got cut. So, <laughs> But speaking of lies and getting cut. Oh, man. Okay. Ooh, let's let's get on to this This gumbo elephant, up in no, Nolens. elephant in the room that has got a huge floor to leave right on the side of it. Good night. NFL comes down like a 400-pound gorilla on the New Orleans Saints. I'm not surprised. No, specifically Sean Payton, specifically Greg Williams. Sean Payton gets a year suspension. Greg Williams gets suspended indefinitely. And 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 on top of that, Mickey they, Loomis. I mean, they, six games. You suspend the GM, which is hardcore. I mean, but I get it. I mean, again, I get it. You, yeah, that situation. It's trust me. I think this is a culmination of 
Right, but it, I mean, it, I guess you know the straw that breaks the camel's back is the the bounties that came out somehow, some way, and I always am shocked that it leaked from the locker room or somebody else that said, "Hey, we've been putting bounties on people. We've been paying our defensive guys. If you knock someone out or put somebody out of the game, we'll we've raised funds in the team to pay you ten thousand dollars to knock Farvel, out, five thousand to knock out Kirk." But Warner it could have been an offensive player, but. You remember if you like uh, we were talking about before the show, you look at the live telecast of the playoff game. Uh, first of all, with Kurt Warner, and then you look at Brett Favre and the stuff that they're doing. It was just it it was pretty much played out dirty. Right. I, mean, I mean, it was it was too many questionable hits. Right. And 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 you and then being mic'd up and it's like. Uh, that quarterback, you know, Sean Payton saying these things, it could very well be an offense. I, I, I mean, I know there. Who they're, knows how they, it all? They, I know people are saying it could be Jeremy Shockey. It could have been the one guy, the uh, other guy that they're all trying to sue. Right. I mean, it's who, yeah. It, it's a there's a whole. I mean, there's a whole bunch of leaks and things that were going on down there. But you but know. Uh, the year, to be honest, and especially what what they're trying to do with the shield. Right. They're trying to send a message to football. I mean, Goodell came in with a purpose. Right. He's sticking to it. Whether you like it or not, he's like, we're going to clean up the game. We're going to make the game safer because they don't want to deal with those lawsuits down the road from retired players that, and stuff. And they understand the value of having their star players continue to, to, be, to be stars sp- in the game and play. You know, they get Although, that. Although, because of some of the very stars, because someone before them got hurt, like, uh, Drew Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe gets hurt. Tom Brady may never. Right, but here's the thing: you you let the natural part of the game take what its natural course versus you allowing the dirtiness to to have somebody do an early exit. It's one thing to get hit really hard and it's a clean hit, but you know, freak accidents. You you tear a knee and that's that. You're out. Somebody else comes in and boom, that person gets a shot. You're right. That's how the NFL works. You get a shot based on somebody else getting damaged, mm-hmm. and that's the nature of the beast. That's the way it goes. But the nature of the beast is not. You know, Purposely. stomping on people, uh, trying to, you know, rip people's helmets off, uh, uh, you know, spearing people, you know, mm-hmm. playing dirty. That's not the nature of the beast. And, you know, the other thing is, is that I do think the NFL cares about what do you think of the NFL. Uh, and and the that's youth, what I'm saying. That was a yeah, message. Yeah, exactly. Across the board to everyone. Like, listen, we're not, you know, the NFL is not about this. And this is poor sportsmanship at its finest, on top of the fact that they lied and tried to cover it up and blah, blah, blah. And, and the coach was aware and just denied it and all these other and, things. And it was and, an arrogance because they did never discontinued it. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, the NFL came down, what, in 2010 and said, hey, listen, you know, you guys got to stop this. this and it's, it's league-wide now. Everybody stop it. Don't do it. And the New Orleans Saints did not. And somehow it came out that last year they were still doing it. And Goodell was like, oh, Really? So you now disrespected the throne. Oh, you just yeah. You, you disrespected the shield and the throne. You up in my house. Yeah, you yeah you came into my house and disrespected me in my house. No, that's not happening. So so and the long and the result is Sean Payton's gone for a year. Greg Williams is suspended indefinitely. Greg, I mean Mickey uh, Loomis, Loomis, GM, gone for eight games. Team fined five hundred thousand. But the big hit I thought was the two second round picks that they took from this year and next year. Yeah, that's huge. Huge. That's huge. I mean, and, and New Orleans does a great job of drafting. They always figure out who the guy that's not at the top of the radar, but he's flying right you in the build middle. build a, a team how? Yeah. Through the draft, not free agency. Exactly. And that's what they, they've done a good job with that. And I'll tell you what, those draft picks are going to hurt. Yeah. 
And it they don't even have tra- – I mean, not even for, like, if they tri- uh, got someone there, but – those are second round picks are usually used in trades. Right. You could you could use them, you could leverage them. You And you then they messed up on top of that because they didn't sign Breeze, they franchised the other the O lineman. And so now stuff is real there. Oh yeah, it's going it's getting it's gonna be hardcore. And if you're a Saints fan, man, I, I feel for you because it's gonna be a tough season, I think, for you. I think it's gonna be a tough season for New Orleans. I, I really do. I really I think it's gonna be a tough Several seasons now. Yeah, no, uh, I can see that. I can see that because, I, and again, no, no coach has ever been suspended. By the way, exactly. I mean, but not just suspended. I, I was really shocked. I was like, wow, because somebody uh, talked to me earlier, and they're like, hey, you know, because they think I know the inside scoop of the NFL. They're like, hey, so what do you think is going to happen? I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure the team's going to get fined. You know, I'm pretty sure that they may, you know, they may lose some picks or whatever. Uh, but I, I don't think anything other than that. And then when it came out, the whole story, you know, then you go, oh, no wonder they came down. Well, like before that. it came down, just looking at it, I was like, he's getting a year. He's getting a season because Roger Goodell is trying to send a message. And I felt like it was a combination of things. I was like, stuff is, like I said, getting real. Yeah. And so. And especially with the players and just dealing with they what they were doing with the CBA and so seeing so many uh, organizations the, from the team's perspective getting slapped on the wrist and the players are saying, well, hold up, we do this and it's yeah. No, I I hear you. I hear you. Well, we're gonna take another break uh, and finish this thing nice and strong with some entertainment news and some other stuff that Grant didn't put on this page. I don't even know what this noise is, but. Uh, love you, Grant. Thank you again, as always, my man. I appreciate it. But I don't even know what this last part is, though. We'll be back. Voice America. Darnell Hotchery. Katie Harris. OTS. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. This is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. 
You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. All right, and we are back. And you know what we're going to do? We're just going to continue with this uh, with the NFL stuff because there's just so much going on. Grant, we'll get to the last part of uh, what you have on there next week, I'm thinking, maybe. But uh, th- there's just so much going on in the NFL, and it just it's it just a lot of stuff that you just go, wow, what really what's going on? I mean, Saturday- I mean, even well, let's even deal with like the pro day. They're they're filming pro days now, right? Exactly. Uh, ESPN, not right. NFL Network, right? Right. Right. So now Andrew Luck goes out there, and he they 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 can't stop gushing about him. They, I mean, and I didn't know that that was not the normal standard like workout. No, he did all he did all his throws off, trying to throw off balance things like that because the question was about his athleticism. Oh, I see. And then Robert saying. Griffin, who the question was, can he do the fundamental? Stay in the pocket and throw. We know you could throw off balance stuff. You're a freaking nature. You're right, athlete. right, right, right. So they basically had they flip flopped in terms of the training. So Robert Griffin stood back, stepped back, did five step drops, boom, 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 hit his hit his shots or whatever. Andrew Luck, by the way, had you know someone with a broom and he's moving and throwing off balance yeah, shots and, and I guess he was hitting them. I mean, he was he was hitting them. I mean, he was yeah. accurate and, and people were impressed with his athleticism. So that that doesn't surprise me. I mean, I think. You know he's 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 going to be the first pick. I get it. No worries. Done and done. What is surprising is Saturday goes to Jeff Saturday, Peyton's longtime center, goes, goes to Green Bay for two years. Now, what's up with that? Well, like I was saying, I believe that it's a several issues here. I, I'm a little concerned. Not one Colt or not one guy that's been in Peyton's system that. Is clearly that Peyton's going to be running mm-hmm. is going to Denver. Right. So I don't know. Is it relate personality differences? I mean, well, I'm sure it'll probably come it, out eventually. Yeah, because for for uh, old boy to remain at the, Reggie Wayne to remain, you had Pierre Garcon that didn't even you know went to Washington. Yeah, Washington. He was gone. Yeah, he was like I ain't even fooling around. And with now you got this. Jeff Saturday. So all those free agents now. And Dallas Clark goes. Where'd you say Dallas Clark? Went? No, he hasn't gone yet. Oh, he hasn't gone anywhere yet. But uh, for, I mean, is he just going to bring uh, a die in for pass protection? Oh, absolutely and Dallas not. Clark, absolutely. Who not. is fragile? I mean, absolutely. You not. Uh, you thought he's going? You would think he's going to bring one of his dogs. So I'm going to tell you this: Watch draft day. Right. Watch draft day and see what Denver does. I have be- a feeling Denver might do something radical. On well, draft day. well, well, we'll see. I mean, they, I think they've they've got they've got some extra picks that they picked up. Um, they still have a first round draft pick, right? I mean, yeah, they still got they, through... they, he wasn't right. He was not a part of that draft. He was a free stuff. agent, right, exactly. So he didn't have to deal with any of that. But so, I, you, if you see Mike Wallace give up a first round for Mike Wallace, oh man, that would be gross. Well, that's but then didn't the they really put the franchise tag on him? No, that's, that, on him? that's what I'm saying. So you got to give, you have to give up. Oh, a, a first round pick to be able first, to get it. Oh, I got first, you. two first round picks or something like that. Right. For a proven young player. Oh yeah, I mean that would be all day. I mean because they, they don't really. I mean 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You do that. You give him the first round draft pick. You take Mike Wallace, the burner. Absolutely. I mean, already proven. Absolutely. Well, what you have because Peyton wants to win now, and right. so you know, you better believe Peyton went to a place with influence. So right. You got no, that. Absolutely. He's gonna be. He's gonna be running it. That's for sure. That's and then for sure. speaking of running it, talk about running miles. Oh, yeah. With, with Jeremy yeah. Shockey. Apparently, and, yeah. Go ahead. Tell, tell, uh, share share with the people what's going on. Uh, with Warren Sapp working for NFL Network, who that also has is this stuff with the Saints is getting really sticky. Uh, you know, you had Sapp come out and say, you know, I know who the snitch is. And then Jer- uh, someone writes in, is it Jeremy uh, Shockey? And Sapp goes, bingo. And so now Sap or uh, Shockey goes on Twitter, going back and forth with Sap, and he actually takes uh, he text messages Sean Payton, and you know saying Payton, you know that stuff. Just how you doing, Coach? You know that stuff that Sap is saying is BS, da da da. And you know, uh, and Payton goes, Hey, you know, I don't think you're the, you did it. I know you didn't do it, da da da. And I don't know what he's talking about. And then Shockey takes a picture of the text message and posts up on his Twitter. But my thing is, now here's a counter to that. And I thought about this. I could put your number in my phone and put your name under Coach Payton <laughs> and show a text. And right, it sh- right. shows Coach Payton. Right. No, no. I, I hear you. I and hear so you. the validity of that thing. So basically, wait for lawsuits to come. Because it's going to be a. Some people are thinking Sat might get fired or disciplined by the network. Right. Because he's because there's some HR laws. Whenever you disclose information, you're dealing with some stuff that becomes legal. Right. And because Jeremy Shockey is an employee of the NFL, and if he did tell, and then the man, someone in the role of NFL puts that information out in public, you put that person at risk and harm. So even if Jeremy Shockey didn't, even though he's had a tough week with him and dealing with uh, your boy uh, Armani Toomer, no, what like, happened? What's uh, what's oh, all that noise? Man. I haven't heard anything about. Yeah, that Arma- Armani Toomer basically went on saying because rumor got out that Shockey wanted to come back to New York, and Armani Toomer Armani says, Toomer. "No, he's a horrible teammate. You don't want him." He was like, "That's why Eli developed after he left." And then uh, Shockey goes back and fires back through Twitter. I'm like, he's he's going Twitter crazy. Yeah, exactly. And he Twitter said, rants. He said, uh, Armani, I'm not a good character guy. You're the one that peed on your ex-wife's clothes and stuff when she wouldn't give you sex and stuff. Oh, like, man. just putting his personal this, this, stuff out oh, there. Oh, man. It's been a week with Shockey. But, and, and then with Sap and, you know, being two boys from the U. Yeah, that's 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 infighting, college influx infighting. But, so this this whole thing with the Saints, it goes over and beyond, and they still haven't dealt with the players. What's going to happen with Jonathan Vilma? Yeah, and, and then so now, but this thing with Sap becomes a legal issue too. Also, everybody's concerned about players like Brett Favre and Kurt Warner, you know, trying to go back the guys that because they said Cam Newton was a target. These guys, especially those guys that got injured so bad that they couldn't return to their career. Yeah, that it's gonna be some losses. Yeah, that brother. could that could be that could be really ugly. I mean, I, I think there's it's very clear that 
it is most certainly going to get way ugly before it gets better. Yeah, it, 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 this is what we're no, here now. It is not done. No, no, it it is absolutely positively not done. So we got one more minute, and I'm just going to wrap this up really quickly with some quick entertainment stuff. Whitney Houston caused a death, uh, drowning, they say, uh, mixed with cocaine. I don't know how that works, but they said accidental drowning. Uh, okay. Uh, top three movies of the week are the 21 Jump Street, Dr. Seuss, and the Lorax, and John Carter. Are you going to see any of that? Okay, I'll take your silences. <laughs> <laughs> Opening this week is The Hunger Games, and coming soon is The Wrath of the Titans. Now, they put a lot out for that Hunger Games, man. I'm telling you what, they've, they've really went out of the way to really market that noise. So, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I guess everybody's saying it's a bite off of some other movie. Um, I don't remember what, what the movie. It? Yeah, the uh, Blade, Running Man. Running Man or something like that. It's a bite off that, so... Anyway, I, I don't know. I haven't seen. I, I think I saw Running Man, but I don't plan on seeing any of these movies in the theater. So, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, uh, wrap this thing up. Thank you again, all of you, very very much. Yes, 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 for tuning in and listening to us uh, talk our thing. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with a hopefully bigger and better battle show. Um, I'm your host, Darnell Archer, with my guy JD Harris. We'll be back next week, Voice America OTS. It's out. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.